What do we have going on in the weird news today? SAG-AFTRA says their Halloween costume guidance does not apply to anyone's kids. This comes after Actors Union recommended members dress as general characters like witches and ghosts instead of characters from movies like Barbie and the Bear. Ryan Reynolds poked fun at the guidelines when he posted on X saying, I look forward to screaming scab at my eight-year-old kids all night. (laughs) That's funny. The union uh, clarified that their goal is to help members avoid promoting struck work. No kids are uh, asked to follow the guidelines. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of Halloween, uh, Reverend Jeremir Smelka. He apologized for stomping on pumpkins that had been carved by children in his village. I don't. Is this? Uh, I don't know what country this is. I haven't figured that out yet. It doesn't really say in this little blurb I have from Newser. Okay, but a Kordiaf pr- priest. He's a he's a priest. He sees these quote unquote symbols of satanic feast of Halloween. Ah. and he stomped them. On Sunday evening, he then acted accordingly uh, to his duty to be a father and protector of the children, quote-unquote, destroying the pumpkins. According to a local newspaper, the children carved the pumpkins as part of a Halloween event organized by the village. Sure. And some of them were pretty upset about the stomping of the pumpkins. I'll bet. They didn't really see it from the priest's point of view, evidently. Other pumpkins that had been uh, brought to the... Park by creative adults were also stomped on, it says here. He apologized, so he feels bad after the fact that maybe I kind of went overboard on this, but he was reacting reacting to what he perceived, I guess. The evil pumpkins. Right. A Cincinnati Zoo employee was rushed to the hospital last week after she was bitten by a venomous snake. Ooh. Uh, the eastern diamondback rattlesnake is considered to be the largest rattlesnake in the world and the largest venomous snake in North America. The bite took place behind the scenes at the Cincinnati Zoo, out of the view of visitors. No anti-venom was required for the worker who was expected to be fine. So she's like a, some works with snakes, evidently, and got bit by the eastern diamondback behind the scenes at the zoo. Yikes. Eesh. Man, snakes. Yeah, go ahead. Ooh. That's, you know, that's, we get this priest. You can stomp snakes. <laughs> yeah, really. Get some leather boots yeah. and start stomping. Yeah. Or get yourself a hatchet. Or get a flute or something and play them out of the country. Right? Isn't that the uh, story for Ireland? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. St. Patrick. Right. A very lucky New Yorker was reunited with a backpack containing $12,000 in cash. Now, maybe it's just me, but having $12,000 in a backpack hanging off your back is maybe not the most appropriate way to handle your money. Juliet Barton left the bag on the Long Island Railroad train, possibly when she was transferred at the Freeport Station. Barton then went to Penn Station to fill out paperwork for her lost item. (laughs) Oops, I forgot my $12,000 backpack. Wow. Fortunately, the train conductor had turned in the bag already. Boy, that was lucky. He said, oh, this shouldn't be here, whatever it is, and he takes it off the train. Not a single dollar was missing, Jano Lieber of the Metropolitan Transportation Authority said. 
Lucky that the bag didn't get turned into the bomb squad and blown up. Right. It's kind of what I was thinking when I read the story. You know, it's all security. You got a, got a bag, nobody's bag. It's an unattended bag like they have at the airport all the time, right? Pickpockets and small-time criminals read it and think, I could have had 12 grand. I saw that bag. <laughs> right. <laughs> got a weird news story or two? Two suspects were in custody after allegedly taking vodka and Red Bull off of stopped train cars in Tennessee. Metro police were called to the area uh, where there were tracks last Friday afternoon on reports that someone had broken into shipping containers. Officers reported finding cut locks and ten train car on ten train cars, ah. and two people sitting beside roughly thirty cases of vodka that was stacked on the ground. Those individuals were arrested on various charges. We'll just put it here, and then we'll wait and see what happens. <laughs> Not very smart to, as far as the thievery goes, but then again, they were stealing vodka and maybe couldn't yeah. wait, huh? Officials sit say down they, and have a couple. Officials say they admitted to taking the liquor and the energy drinks. I think probably was added. Suspects were described as drunk with a lot of energy. <laughs> Uh-huh. Got life all figured out there. Yeah. A lucky Kentucky woman has won two big lottery prizes in one year. Wow. You don't hear this very often. We get this maybe once in a blue moon. The Winchester woman uh, just won fifty grand after uh, scoring a $10,000 prize back in January. So January of this year, she gets ten grand. Now in October she picks up fifty grand. The woman says she occasionally plays scratch off games. That's it. The unnamed woman does not plan to uh, do much with her winnings outside of saying, uh, "She says we're not going to pull up in a fancy car." <laughs> she said uh, we're just going to pay some things off. Well, that's pretty smart. If you got. Uh, $60,000 fresh to your budget for the year. You maybe are you going to get all of that or is that the full roundhouse number after taxes? I'm not sure, but it sounds like it's the full price there. So she gets 50% basically. Right. She'll have $25,000 to play with and she'll pay some stuff off. Pretty cool though. You get uh, two wins in a year. No kidding. A man arrested with a dead body in his car along an Iowa interstate has pled not guilty to murder charges. Iowa State Police, you know, things you think you'll never see. Right. Arrested him after responding on I-80 on October 3rd. The man had tried to enlist the help of the troopers to restart his broken down car. Okay. When the officers noticed a dead man covered up with discarded laundry slumped in the passenger seat... um, they got suspicious, as you might guess. <laughs> He'd suffered from a fatal gunshot wound. Oh, man. I'll just throw this dead guy in the seat here, cover him up with laundry. Then I'll ask the cops if they can help me start my car. What is the deal? <laughs> so did they figure out what happened? I mean. I don't think so. He, he, pled, he pled not guilty, but, you know, what do you say? It's not my dead body. Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. I, he was sitting in my car when I got in here. I don't even know who that guy is. Is he dead? Yeah. I thought I was taking him to the hospital. He said he was he, cold. I, I guess. He didn't make, yeah, I covered him up with some of my laundry. Laundry, yeah, he looked chilly. <laughs> Bizarre. 
Uh, not that long ago, we had the uh, New York City rat czar. You remember that story? Oh, yeah. A new feral pig czar has been appointed now in Australia to eliminate the 87,000 wild hogs in New South Wales. Beck Gray is the first state feral pig coordinator. Wow. After three years of heavy rain and abundant greenery for the swine to munch on, their numbers have grown. An estimated 24 million feral pigs live in almost half of Australia. To put that into perspective, about 26 million human beings live in the country. Wow, no kidding. So as many pigs, just about as many pigs as there are humans. And feral pigs can be dangerous. Oh, very much so. Wild boars threaten other species by eating turtle and uh, cassowary eggs. They also release large quantities of carbon dioxide. Oh, that makes it into the story somehow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You're worried. Is that the reason you want to get rid of the pigs? It's not that they're running after people and yeah. knocking them down and maybe chomping on them. It could kill you. Yeah. And it's oh, oh by the it's got gas. By the way, they fart. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Plans may include uh, a focus on breeding pigs in order to stop their population growth and shooting them from helicopters. Now, there's you know kind of the old school get rid of some of these yeah. feral pigs. Hunting spree. Get some hunters involved. Right. Flush them out. You got to know what you're doing, though, if you're going to go hunting a feral pig, because they will charge you for sure. <coughs> Talking some weird news this morning. The oldest dog ever has passed away. This story from Portugal. Bobby, who lived to be over 31 years old, died last week at an animal hospital in Portugal. He was officially recognized as the oldest dog ever in oh, February. Yeah? I'm the oldest dog of all times. Uh, <laughs> oh. Two weeks after a 23-year-old chihuahua attempted to claim the title, uh, that dog named Spike is now the oldest living dog at 23. I've heard, I don't know, I heard a lot of the other dogs were grumbling, come on, any of us could say we're 31. <laughs> <laughs> So you're not believing it, huh? Some skeptical peop dogs mm -hmm. in the dog world, Dan. Yeah. So the oldest dog in the world passed away. You should be sad about that, Mackie. I just wish they would have used his true age. That's all. <laughs> uh, there's a couple of stories that are kind of related here, so I'll tie them together best I can. But basically, the first story, this Colorado welding company, JMF, was ordered to pay subcontractor Fired Up Fabrication $23,500. The company compiled uh, by, or complied, I should say, not compiled, complied by paying in coins. And the attorney for Fired Up Fabrication received 6,500 pounds of quarters, nickels, dimes, and pennies on a flatbed truck in August. That's the way the payment arrived. Wow. Coins were unwrapped as well, so the bank wouldn't accept them. Sure, you got to count them up, roll them up. Got to have them all in the rolls. The uh, coin machine at the grocery store was a little overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, attorney uh, Danielle Beam described the move as petty and a waste of time. Larimer County uh, Judge Joseph uh, Findlay said, uh, not amused, you guys are going to pay by a check. Yeah. And he gave him some uh, time period to be able to do that. Two weeks, write him a check, or we'll uh, talk about this again. 
Meanwhile, you maybe heard this on ABC yesterday, but four men have been charged with stealing over $230,000 worth of dimes. 230000 Wow. The same crew had also been accused of snatching beer, tequila, and a truck filled with frozen shrimp, evidently. So they're just out stealing what they can, and evidently, at one point in time, picked up two hundred thirty grand worth of dimes. Well, if you go 230 times 10, that's like a quarter of a million, no, more than that. It's a million dimes, right? I guess. Yeah, yeah that would be about right. Yeah. yeah a mil- wow. In the uh, weeks following this heist, uh, the crew reportedly turned the dimes to dollars using Maryland Coinstar machines. They managed to launder $5,200 worth of coin, uh, but then surveillance footage appears to show the group stealing recycling bins, perhaps to carry the coins in. Maybe they're just going to try to recycle the coins now, huh? Rather than try to cash them out. Wow. They didn't say they caught them yet, so they'll catch these guys. There's got to be surveillance video of them. Good yeah. grief. You, you're bringing That's like a lot of dimes. Buckets of dimes with you to these cash machines. <laughs> or if you're going to the recycler, too. I mean, what are you doing with all these dimes? Oh, yeah, my grandpa, he was a collector. Mm-hmm. Why don't you take them to the bank? Ah, it's easier, just better to recycle them. Sure it is. Court documents show that that off-duty Alaska Airlines pilot was alleg- who allegedly tried to shut off the engines of a Horizon flight yeah. had taken psychedelic mushrooms. Emerson jumped in the cockpit, or in the jump seat, said, I'm not okay, before trying to pull the fire extinguisher handles. One wow. pilot struggled with Emerson for 30 seconds before he walked to the back of the plane. He told one flight attendant, you need to cuff me right now or it's going to be bad. So he knew he, he, knew he was going He was going losing crazy. it, yeah. After being arrested, Emerson told police he was having a nervous breakdown and hadn't slept in 40 hours. He thought he was dreaming when he tried to pull the fire extinguisher handles. He faces 160 state charges, including attempted murder. Well, that was a lot of yeah. people on the plane. Mm-hmm. And also will be charged in federal court. Evidently, once he was handcuffed, he tried to open the uh, escape hash in the, in the uh, plane as well. Emergency exit. So he was losing it, and he knew he was losing it, and he asked the uh, the attendant to cuff him. Another story that was uh, on that same docket was one of the passengers was so tired, he was sleeping right outside of the, of the uh, cockpit. Yeah. Didn't wake up. For the whole thing. Slept right through it. <laughs> he said, I woke up later on and said, oh, there was some sort of a disturbance on our flight? I guess if you're really tired, you can get through just about anything, he Mackie. getting in some sack time. All right, Mackie, weird news today. A Wisconsin Noodles and Company is offering two-buck mac, uh, mac and cheese special after a deer crashed through the window and ran through the restaurant. Beloit store manager Patty Pickering uh, said they were in the middle of lunch and had 65 children eating a meal while trick-or-treating there. Oh, okay. When the deer rushed through, Pickering said the kids went out through the side doors while the buck came into the dining room and then went through the kitchen, exiting out the back door. (laughs) The restaurant said no one, including the deer, was hurt. The location is offering a promo code now. Uh, The... 
two buck mac and cheese so that local <laughs> customers can uh, save some dough. Uh huh. But I'm bum. Yeah, save some dough with the two buck. Two bucks mac and a and dough. Cheese, yeah. All right. It's fun. Yeah. A student pilot in Florida is going to be grounded for a long time after he threw a massive temper tantrum and got himself arrested. This is crazy. And, of course, your mind immediately goes to the terrorism that's uh, been part of our history here in the United States. But police say the 23-year-old Sumba Singh, a student from India, is upset because his request for a solo flight was rejected. So... He decided he's going to go on a destructive rampage, and he damaged 10 airplanes. Wow. Authorities say that the man was a student at Treasure Coast Flight School and taking flight lessons at Whittem Field Airport in Stewart. School officials called police to report that the man was going plane to plane, damaging each one. Ten had to be grounded. Ten airplanes had to be grounded until mechanics could uh, fix each one of them. Here's what I don't get is this is the charge. The student arrested and charged with criminal mischief? That doesn't sound like it's a harsh enough no. penalty for what this guy's doing. No, and I don't think you're ever flying again, are you? If you're Absolutely not. The word's got to be put out that this guy shouldn't be allowed in a plane. Not with that kind of psyche. Well, you stretch, you get up in the morning, you stumble into the bathroom, you open up your toilet, and there's an iguana in the toilet. We get, these, we get these a couple times a year, probably. Yeah, That's what happened to a Florida man on Saturday. Hollywood, Florida's Gary Greenspan went to the bathroom, opened the lid, and found the big lizard. He said he jumped back about four feet and called animal control. Before they could arrive, though, said the iguana disappeared down the drain. Though Greenspan got a call from a neighbor saying he had an iguana in his toilet. So <laughs> it's an epidemic. Apartment building, maybe swimming from apartment to apartment. Unlike Greenspan, though, the neighbor caught the iguana himself. Ah. Greenspan admits he's not a manly man when it comes to large lizards. But he did help his neighbor dispose of the iguana. They could use some help in this category. Ah. Greenspan telling 7 News he was very happy. Uh, obviously, to take it up the road and let it loose. Oh, is that what he did? Are they protected or something? I don't know. I could use a nice wallet. How about a little iguana wallet there before <laughs> letting it loose? Letting it loose, yeah. yeah. Anybody got a hatchet? Uh, police in uh, Florida arrested a hardened criminal who threatened to shoot uh, CVS pharmacy employees if they didn't give him all the, all the Viagra. So he's... <laughs> Evidently got a gun. Cops say 23-year-old Thomas Muse walked into the pharmacy, handed over a note threatening to shoot employees if he didn't get bottles of Viagra in addition to other prescription jug- drugs, including oxycodone, uh, Xanax, and Adderdal. Uh, and uh, workers obliged and filled up a big bag of pills for him. They said, okay, well, here you go. Yeah, he left over. the store immediately greeted by the police. And they took him into custody. Muse was arrested, charged with several drug trafficking and possession of charges, as well as armed robbery. Now he's got more trouble in his life outside right. of just not having the blue pill. <laughs> it's uh, Friday morning. Mackey. Dan. What do you have in the weird news pile today? That's always how Bald Guy opens every phone conversation with you. 
Dan? (laughs) Generally, that's the way it starts. And there's words of wisdom coming your way. Or a threat or an accusation of some sort. (laughs) All right. Bundles of cocaine washing up on shore. The uh, Border Patrol is reporting the discovery of two bundles of cocaine last week on a beach at Padre Island National Seashore. Corpus Christi station agents found the bundles on Friday, several miles apart. The six-pound bricks were wrapped in cellophane. Last month, 25 bricks of cocaine washed up on Boca Boca Chica Beach in Brownsville. Agents with the Border Patrol Rio Grande Valley sector seized these drugs that were estimated to be worth more than $2 million. Wow. Somewhere offshore. Right. Something happened, huh? And somebody's asking, where's my two million bucks? Yeah. I lost the drugs. (laughs) Yeah. Fell off the boat. Sorry. Uh, An English woman who was banned from touching parking meters for three years. (laughs) That's quite the ban, Mackie. Right. Evidently just couldn't stay away. Now is spending some uh, nine months in jail. Here's how the story goes. 25-year-old Jade Joinson. Arrested back in June and convicted of attempting to steal money from a parking meter. Okay. She was ordered to stay away from the machines and not touch them for three years. Don't you touch a (laughs) parking meter. Don't touch a meter. What if I need to park? But old habits die hard, Mackie. She was recently caught, quote-unquote, engaging with a parking meter. <laughs> she was arrested, has been ordered to spend 38 weeks in jail over the incident. She gets 38 weeks for fiddling around with a parking meter. Well, and, she should just, uh, you know, people seem to understand. She should just say she's in love with parking meters, like the Golden oh, Gate Bridge. And, yeah. and, the, mm-hmm. and the, build, the one gal's in love yeah. with buildings. I'm married to the parking meter. Mm-hmm. We've had those kind of things on the show. We're allowed to touch. <laughs> okay. Strange for sure. Kind of reminds me, though, of uh, my uh, eighth grade teacher, Mrs. Gilbertson. You know, you'd be leaning back in the desk, you know, the the desk that just had the one arm piece that came around in front of you. Yep. Yeah, you lean back on that. Park it, Wildman. <laughs> that was always the statement. The show will go on. A stolen U-Haul truck with puppets and props for a national touring production was found in Richmond, California. It was taken last weekend outside of a San Francisco motel after a four-night run of Song of the North at Fort Mason. A woman saw on the news report and realized the truck was parked in front of her house. The show's director has been offering a reward, says he's relieved to have the truck back. You're the, you know, you're... You think you're an arch criminal. Hey, we're going to grab that U-Haul. Right. There's got to be some good stuff in there. Yeah. Drive off and get to some secluded place, open it up, and there's a bunch of creepy puppets inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially this time of the year. That really, I that just take the money and run. Whatever's left, it's any good, huh? <laughs> Let's get out of here. Let's leave the puppets there. Um. Eight-foot-long python caught after four months is a headline on this story. Wow. A python was on the loose in an Oklahoma City trailer park, uh, was finally recaptured. Eight feet long, the serpent, 
evaded capture for four months. Some uh, trailer park residents claim that the snake had eaten pets like cats. Well, I'm sure. Well, it's, that's what's that's what's for lunch. Yeah. You know? Snakes Alive Exotics Rescue and Sanctuary located this albino golden child reticulated python on Wednesday. They found it was uh, malnourished, had a respiratory infection, but showed no signs of having eaten any cats, they say. Okay. Well, how do they know? It's been gone for eight, how long? Right. You could have passed the cat a long time ago. Four months. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking the cat probably was digested by then. Snakes Alive uh, says that the uh, python was brought to a rehabilitation facility. Great name, Snakes Alive. That's a pretty good name for a yeah, snake park. Instead of Snakes Alive? Yeah. Snakes Alive. <laughs> uh, not, all right. not a place I'm plopping down 10 bucks to go through, but it's no. a great name. Mm-mm. 